Are you ready to stop riding the emotional elevator of life? Are you ready to learn how to elevate your emotions that keep you psychologically traumatized or in an addictive behavior? You are in the right place. Here is your host, Sandy Bird, trauma, addiction, life, and spiritual coach of the Emotional Elevator Show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So I am Sandy Bird. I am your host of Emotional Elevator. And I just wanted to start off by, of course, again, thanking everyone involved with Inspired Choices Network. They're always inspiring me. And I am so fortunate to be a part of here, especially during the holidays, because during the holidays, people don't enjoy it. And it's ironic. I'm going to use the word ironic, not necessarily funny. But today, um, I was pulling out Christmas decorations. I started kind of a little bit a week ago because my mother-in-law stayed with us. So I wanted her room to be all festive and Christmas. And today I was pulling out more. Basically, I decorate every single room in my house. I have trees for every single room and each one has a theme. So today I'm pulling out and I looked over and my husband's just sitting in his chair and he's grunting and grunting. And I'm like, are you mad? And he's like, say I'm mad. I'm disgruntled. And I'm like, disgruntled? What do you mean? You do all of this and nobody comes by. Now, nobody comes by doesn't mean nobody comes by. It means some of our children don't come by. And it really bothers him that I go all out to do this for some of the children not to come. Like, he's like, they should come see this. And I'm like, no, because this is not about them. I don't decorate my house and make cookies and make dog treats and do all that. So people will come by. I do it because it brings me joy. And that was the discussion I had with him. He was like, I mean, why do you feel like doing all this? There was years where I didn't. I didn't. And we're going to get into that. But now when I decorate, I decorate with joy. So my company used to be called Your Spirit Owl, which planning a retreat center called Your Spirit Owl. But I changed my company name. But over the last two years, people have sent me owl ornaments. I actually have a lit owl tree. I have all this, all that, all bathroom things, Christmas owls. And those bring me joy because it makes me see what people see, that I am, that they're grateful for me. So I get excited to bring out some of the owl stuff. But when he started bringing it up, I said, this brings me joy. And he's like, why? So I went into this conversation. It brings me joy because some of the ornaments are my father, who has passed away. Um, one of the little bear things that goes next to the tree is from my mother. I have my grandma's Christmas tree lit thing. I think everyone had one growing up or whatever. And I used to always say, I want that. I have it. When I make cookies, I think about that. But it wasn't always like that with me. And for years, we really didn't decorate the house because, and we didn't enjoy Christmas because my kid's father passed away 
nine years ago, so about 10 Christmases ago, they stopped being around their father because he was ill. So to, I guess, I don't, I don't know how to say this, but to kind of help them out, I chose not to decorate the year to he passed away. Then the following year was my mom's last Christmas. I did a little bit of decorations, but still not a lot. Then that following year, because my mom passed away, I didn't decorate. So there was periods there where I didn't decorate because I wanted, I didn't want to highlight Christmas. So there were years I did not enjoy Christmas. It was, it's been 17 years today that my oldest son's best friend killed himself. They were in sixth grade. Hopefully, um, if any of them are listening, we remember this day. I also lost a child through abortion 30 years ago, around this time. This was also my son's due date, my oldest son's due date. So I did not look forward to Christmas because it always brought up that I did this horrific thing. So I didn't enjoy Christmas, but it's now realizing that when we think about passing of people and we don't glorify them or we don't want to celebrate a holiday because we miss them, the people that are living. So for a few years, I didn't look forward to Christmas because of something that happened to me 30 years ago. But I had a son that was born and I didn't make Christmas something special for him because of what happened a year before he was born. Now, then I had another son two years and I, there was times where I didn't look forward to Christmas, but I had children and I had two children. And within four years, I had three, I was going to say four children, three children. And I chose to not really care too much about Christmas because of one child that was not living. So I didn't celebrate the ones that were here that were bringing joy within my life. I commenced on one that passed or one that, you know, I had to abort. That's a whole nother subject, but that's what I'm saying. A lot of us don't enjoy the holidays because of the loss of someone close to us. And when that happens, why do we not celebrate the joy maybe they brought to us during the holidays? Like Christmas um, 17 years ago was a great Christmas for my kids. Unfortunately, yes, they lost a friend of the families and their dad had just come home from two months in the hospital from a horrific accident. And they had a great Christmas, but their dad ended up ill on Christmas and ended up getting out. And I remember from there on, we celebrate Christmas. My dad had already passed away. My dad was featured in magazines. He did one of the first boats, lit boat, what do they call them? Um, lights on water, whatever it was called in Florida where you decorate all the boats and lights and they do a parade, the parade of lights. And here in Richmond, we call it the parade of lights on the James down where he's from. He did it in Florida. And that was something he kind of started 
in his area. And he was in many newspapers for all the trains. He had trains around every tree. One of his houses, he actually built a train set that went all the way around the house in the inside. But he had trees that they all rotated. There was decorations every part of the tree. And he was commemorated and in newspapers featured on um, TV, local channels, for that. But then when he passed away, what did I do? I didn't want to celebrate a holiday that meant so much to him because I felt, was I honoring him? No, honoring my father now is putting up the tree and making sure I have decorations on the tree that my father gave to us. So that's part of why some people don't enjoy the holidays is because we think of those we lost. How about thinking about the joyous time from the holidays? And that's, this is just a small part of the holidays because um, one of my clients never enjoyed the holidays because it was just a day off in her family where they came from two different religious backgrounds, one no religious background and one a very um, extreme religious background to where Christmas just became, it's just a day off. And there was never any talk. And if it was brought up about Christmas, it was shut down. Or what what does Christmas really mean that was shut down? Because I remember the first time we started talking because we were friends before she actually worked with me. And I said, hey, I'm going to this church service. It's great. It's fun. You know, you sing, you dance, you do all of this. And she was like, well, I've never gone to church. And I was like, what? And I'm like, not even around Christmas because, you know, there's a lot of people say there's twice a year I go into a church and that's Easter and Christmas. But she said she'd never been to a church service and she was very scared to go with me. But I didn't push it. I was like, okay, well, if you want to go, you can go. And that's when we kind of started talking a lot about it. She was like, I want to understand what Christmas is about, but I don't want to offend anyone in my family. And I was like, but you're an adult now. You get to choose how you want the holiday to be, what you want of Christmas. I've worked with other clients that come from uh, and I was involved with our um, Jewish Community Center here in Richmond. And so my kids learned for a few years about Hanukkah and Christmas. And we celebrated both with our friends and family, and then, well, our friends more on the Shonika side than our family on the um, Smith side. And I remember a couple of times that being in controversial in my family. I mean, what are you teaching your children? I mean, why are they celebrating a holiday that they don't believe in? Because I want them to understand that there are different cultures out there. So that is a part of why some people really don't like the holidays. Because we spend time either honoring by not really honoring somebody in our family when they pass away that we don't want to celebrate maybe a holiday that meant a lot to them. Like I said, my father was all about Christmas and he decorated even if none of the kids ever came. Nobody had to come by. He knew a news station would probably come by or lights on the water, lights on all the boats. 
he knew people would see that. But today, it really was ironic that I did a show about a lot of people don't like the holidays because my husband really talked a lot about why do you go all out? Because it brings me joy. And that's the one thing about the holidays that a lot of people struggle with is we don't want to celebrate the holidays or we think about the materialistic side of the holidays instead of what the holidays are supposed to bring. Now, even people who don't believe in anything of Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or whatever religious aspect there is out there, they do come together as a family to celebrate a paid, most people, it's a paid day off for them. And there's been times in my life where I've worked on Christmas because it's double time. My husband's worked on Christmas before too, because it's double time. I have children that have worked on Christmas because it's double time. So when I think about that, some people work that day and would rather spend with their family. But some families, it's just about having the family day. But when you're perplexed in the situation as to someone passes or something happens, we choose not to celebrate a holiday that could bring joy, happiness, laughter. Because it doesn't have to be centered around the materialistic side of a holiday. And that's where I think a lot of people struggle because I hear it all the time why people struggle with the holidays whenever I'm like, okay, I'm part of all these local groups. Well, let's get together and do a gift exchange. Are you serious? Like I've already got to buy for blah, 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 all these people. And now you want to do a gift exchange because we put so much pressure sometimes on ourselves for these holidays. When what the holiday is supposed to be is bringing ourselves together to have a day where it's just joy. But instead, we already weigh ourselves down with, I discussed this in the last two episodes, family that we don't want to be around. So go see them a different time. But a lot of us weigh ourselves down around the materialistic side of the holidays. We have to buy. One of the thoughts I... I'm talking about with some of my family is instead of spending money on me, because being just with me, I want to be an honor. When my kids come to see me, regardless of the day, it's an honor. They shouldn't have to bring anything to see me. And that's what I really want to get away from when it comes to Christmas or any holiday. Why does it have to be you bring a gift? Now, I understand sometimes when you go to a office party or something like that and everyone's putting in for something, I do get taking a gift for that. But how about just getting together, doing something fun as a family, doing something fun as an office, go to a smash zone. One of those places where you beat up a car or you smash bottles. How about something like that? Or you karaoke somewhere. Or bring in someone like me that's a laughter yoga leader 
can just have fun and get away from the materialistic side of things. There's a lot of reasons why people don't like the holidays. A, there's a loss they don't want to commence on or that they don't want to embrace because it's a hard loss. Child, a parent, a spouse, uh, I said a parent, a child, a spouse, someone they love has passed away, so they don't enjoy the holidays. But what if you had something, a necktie, and you hung it on the tree, or necktie you put around something else? You know, why do we take away from a joyous occasion because of a loss instead of celebrating that person? And that's why people sometimes don't like the holidays. And the trauma behind it is not wanting to face loss. And that that's what was big for me. And when we come back from our break, I'll kind of talk about a couple of years where I didn't put up a tree or didn't really celebrate the holidays because of the loss that my kids went through and how some of it I realized I was creating too. So we are going to take our first break. Oh my gosh, I can't believe time is flying by talking about some people don't like the holidays. So thank you for joining me tonight on National Elevator. I am Sandy Bird, and you're listening to me or watching watching me on Inspired Choices Network. And if you are here, please, or if you're watching me on another, come to Inspired Choices Network and come in the chat room because I'd love to hear some of your thoughts. Or even if you don't want to come in the chat room here, reach out to me at sandy at emotionalelevator.com because I'd love to hear. Are you struggling through the holidays? Is there something that maybe we can just talk through so you can enjoy this time of year? Even if to you, it's a just a day off and how you can enjoy that. So we're going to go to our break now. Are you living a life of psychological trauma or suffering from an addiction? Are you ready to learn new techniques to elevate your emotions without sustaining or obtaining them from substances that are not good for your mind or body. Then continue to tune into Emotional Elevator with trauma, addiction, life, and spiritual coach, Sandy Bird, where you will learn techniques to elevate your emotions that don't require a magic pill, food, or impulsive behavior. Listen to Emotional Elevator with Sandy Bird, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Mountain, 4 p.m. Pacific, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. 
Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Emotional Elevator with Sandy Bird. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to sandy at emotionalelevator.com. Now, back to the program. Well, welcome back on Inspired Choices Network. I am Sandy Bird, your host of Emotional Elevator. As I was talking in the first part of the show, a lot about how people don't enjoy the holidays, especially when they've suffered losses. They don't understand the holidays. They come from two different backgrounds that it's not really talked about. Or a lot of family drama. When I talked about how ironic it was I was doing the show tonight because today my husband and I did have a conversation about why I do all this and I go all out and sometimes um, some of our kids don't come by. And like I said, I do it because it brings joy to me. And the years when I thought I was honoring, I'm going to say honoring my kids and their loss of their father and the loss of my mother and their grandmother as they called her, I realized what I was doing was honoring someone who wasn't with us, but I wasn't honoring myself. And I was taking away something that brought me joy to help them, but I never asked them, was I helping them? I just assumed by not decorating or not doing the things I normally do would help them. Do I know? No. If I was or not. Because if you think about it, some people think if you, if I were to go all out and done Christmas, like I always do and every year I buy a new thing and I put it out, but just think if, Everyone was accustomed to me doing that. And then because of a loss, I stopped doing that. Does that mean that I was not honoring myself, but I was honoring that person? But then think about this as well when it came, came to those holidays. And I've talked with clients about this. When we choose to go inward, when we suffered a loss around the holidays, not even around the holidays, but because the holidays come up and we feel that loss, are we really honoring the person we lost or are we disassociating with a holiday with them? Because during that time, and for like two years, I was feeling like I was honoring um, their father and them and how they might not want to celebrate the holidays. But at the same time, I was thinking to myself, wait a minute, I am basically telling them it's okay that you don't think of me at all and I'm alive, but let's focus, Focus, I guess was the word I was looking for before, focus on someone who's not here to celebrate. And instead, it kind of started bringing on those kind of aggressive thoughts for me because I'm like, okay, if I decorate, it might upset them. If I don't decorate, it might upset them. And that became such a big thing for me because it was like, why am I not having those conversations? Why am I putting aside everything 
because I was afraid to have those conversations with them. And that is one thing too, um, like I was talking about earlier too, about one of my clients who came from a background where you didn't talk about what is the meaning of Christmas because one parent was an atheist and one parent was a devout Christian. And does that really work? And then this person is an adult and is afraid to upset their parents. You're an adult. Why don't you go out and figure it out for yourself? Or when you have two different holidays, and I've been around families, and like I said, I did teach at a um, Jewish community center here in Richmond, and I, with friends, and for two, three years, my kids learned to celebrate Hanukkah, and we celebrate Christmas because that is what they came from. But my family also berated me, even in front of my children, when they were young age, why are you celebrating a holiday that you don't believe in? That's like anti-Christian. No, I want my kids to know that whatever they choose to believe in in their life is what they choose to believe in. So for a time there, when I was celebrating, and it wasn't even just Hanukkah and Christmas, there was other holiday, there was other religious holidays around Christmas time that I let them embrace because I never wanted to force my children my religious beliefs i wanted them to be able to decide for themselves so they even got to go to a kwanzaa um ceremony i know people of my um kids have gone to other um religious background ceremonies but it's even that when you're with somebody that's not in your religious background and you try to go home and then you just give up on the holidays because you're afraid of liberating. You're afraid of what your family will say. Even, even when it's not even a religious background, it's different cultures. So I don't think I've ever really um, mentioned, but I don't say my kids are interracial. I say they're multicultural. Their father was mixed with Hispanic, um, African-American, and Indian. So there was a different culture. And with that even being in the mix, and of course, if you watch the show, you can see that I am your typical Anglo-Saxon white American. And that even became such a big controversy in my family and my children growing up. Because it was definitely if we, whoever's house we chose, I'd say it was my mother's um, because my mother lived around here. It became almost a fight with my husband. Oh, you always side with the whites. You know, and that even became conversation a couple of times in front of my children. And you think that gave them a great feeling about holidays? Then when their father ended up sick, there were multiple occasions where he ended up in a hospital on Christmas. And sometimes now, hindsight 50-50, I look back and I'm wondering, 
did he do that so he could avoid this conflict with our families? Could have been. But there was even times where he and I didn't enjoy the holidays because it was, oh, gosh, Christmas is coming up and we have to choose. Who are we going to choose? Who are we going to piss off? Who are we going to? And that's the point. That's why some people don't like the holidays because we feel like we have to choose. Who do we choose? Other people, not ourselves, not what we want. Not what we want. Because this time of year could be joyous. And I've seen many people walking around as the Grinch, as Scrooge, where they're not happy. They're not joyous. They're not filled. Their, their cup is not even half full. It's like they're dumping it out because they want the empty feeling. So when you look around and you're all bubbly and everything, when you see someone's not, maybe having the conversation with them. Maybe saying, what can I do to help you? Because it could be something as simple as, I just don't like the holidays because I miss my dad, or I don't like the holidays because I miss my mom. Don't try to say, oh yeah, I miss my mom too, I understand. Because you don't, we don't understand the loss that somebody else goes through. And that's a big thing that I'll probably talk about one day on here as well. How we sometimes put ourselves into what someone's feeling when we don't know what they're feeling. And that's why some people don't enjoy the holidays. And when you think about even family dynamics, and I talked about this on the last show and the show before that, is it is sometimes the drama when it comes to the family and choosing not to go and choosing to just enjoy a day at home by yourself. I'm going to say, was it two Christmases ago? I think my husband and I actually were home by ourselves on Christmas day. We have six kids and he right away started, you know, this, this is sad. You know, we have six kids and no one will come see us and all that. And I was like, you know what, honey? We can sit around in our pajamas. We don't have to make any food. We can do absolutely nothing today. We can watch movies. We can do what we want. And I took the joy in. And he did not. But he also has suffered some trauma around the holidays a couple of times. That's his story to tell. It's not my story to tell. But... There were times where when we first got together, he really didn't enjoy the holidays. And it took a lot of my own encouraging to kind of get around that. Like, this is the holidays. Let's try to make our own holiday. Let's make what we want out of a holiday. Last week, I gave some advice, too, on instead of exchanging gifts, how about telling the person, unless you're 
this kind of might not work at an office or a gathering where you have to bring a gift and everyone chooses a gift. But when Sarah mentioned this with her kids is, and when I tell mine, don't buy me anything. Buy yourself what you would want me to give you. Because I have gone through holidays where it has been a disappointment. And that is something I even dive into on the next half of the show, because guess what? It's time for another break. Of course, you're listening to me on Inspired Choices Network, which I'm so grateful to be a part of and all the many great hosts that are here on the Inspired Choices Network. But I'm Sandy Bird, the host of Emotional Elevator. So we're going to go to our break now. Are you living a life of psychological trauma or suffering from an addiction? Are you ready to learn new techniques to elevate your emotions without sustaining or obtaining them from substances that are not good for your mind or body? Then continue to tune into Emotional Elevator with trauma, addiction, life, and spiritual coach, Sandy Bird, where you will learn techniques to elevate your emotions that don't require a magic pill, food, or impulsive behavior. Listen to Emotional Elevator with Sandy Bird, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Mountain, 4 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Emotional Elevator with Sandy Bird. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to sandy at emotionalelevator.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is kind of been tear jerking talking about the holidays and how some people really don't like the holidays. And a lot of time it's centered around loss or not really knowing what the holidays are about. Being in a household where maybe it was multicultural, like I said, in my family, or even multi-religion. I'm not even sure if that's really a word. But when you have two different religions or two different beliefs, let's just say that not a religion, let's say a belief in a household that are on two extreme sides to where you're complexed about what you should believe. So that's kind of what I've been talking about. It's time to turn it around because as I've talked about, when we suffer losses in our family, sometimes we think we're honoring them by not celebrating the holidays and how I, for some years, did not really do much of my decorating and going all out because of the losses um, every two years between my um, children's father, my husband, my ex-husband, 
my mother and my stepmother, which were very big roles in my kid's life and how I chose not to decorate because I thought I was honoring person. But I feel like we need to change this up within ourselves when something like that that happens. How about honoring them by doing something that they loved around the holidays? If it's, you know, like I talked about my dad doing um, the parade of lights on boats in Florida. He also was in newspapers, uh, mainly when he got to Georgia, because he had trees that spun and, you know, everything. Well, now I honor him by adding decorations every year. Would I ever have a train that goes around my whole house? Probably not. But I honor him every year by putting out decorations that I know meant something to him. I honor my grandma every year by baking and doing the things. Even if nobody comes, there are certain things I bake that my grandma baked. But I would, I know people are probably going to see me right now when I say this. I have baked things and actually given them away or thrown it away or composted it more now. I'm a big composter. Composted it just because of the joy it brings me to make it. Yes, I have composted food that I made that I honor my grandma by making still because it brings joy to me. And it might not be something I really want to eat or I might nibble on because I enjoy it, but I want to honor her by doing those things. My mother, there's a lot of things I listen to um, during the holidays, songs and stuff that I sang. I even sometimes go out in public and just, you know, start walking around singing, not loudly, not trying to draw a crowd, but, you know, singing Christmas, Christmas carols because that's what I did a lot because that honors my mother. And sometimes I sit here and I watch shows. One time, um, the first Christmas when I was separated from their father, yes, we got separated many times. That's a whole nother subject. But one of them was the Polar Express came out. And my mom gave it to me and it was Christmas Eve. She gave it to us. Yeah, Christmas Eve because we celebrated with my mom Christmas Eve. And that night, we had all three of my kids in bed with me. They were fifth grade and third grade, fifth grade, yeah, fifth grade and third grade. And we laid in bed and watched Polar Express. It was, and I still watch Polar Express every Christmas Eve because it's an honor. Think about my children on Christmas Eve. And those are things I do to honor. And that sometimes can elevate your mood. When you honor people, instead of thinking about the loss, the loss, I don't know what that was, the loss, why not honor them? Why not if they used to give to the Salvation Army, the red jingle, now I'm confused, if they used to give to that, give to that in their honor. Do something to honor because we spend so much of our time on earth feeling loss of others and being miserable because we miss somebody. But how about if we spent time honoring good parts of it? 
if it means not going to be with your friends and family during the holidays, lie yourself and don't do it. If you really have gotten kind of turned off with the materialistic side of Christmas, go get an angel tree. Go get an angel tree. Go get an angel off of a tree and give to these people in honor of your kids, in honor of your parents. Do that. Because you're bringing joy to other people, which will in turn bring joy to you. Yes, our world right now is going through a lot. So there is a lot of reason for us to kind of feel perplexity around these days. But then honor what you're feeling. Honor moments, minutes, not time frames. And when you're thinking thoughts, my biggest thing that I tell people to do is journal. Put up a journal around the holidays and really write down positive sides to the holidays. I have, oh gosh, now for a few Christmases, write down happy stories. The happy stories of the holidays. I write down happy things that have happened during the holidays. Do I like to spend time as I was speaking to my husband today? And I've spoke with some of my clients. If you want to spend the day by yourself, there is nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with saying, I want to enjoy myself. And I want to see how it feels to enjoy myself for the holidays. Now, for me this year, these holidays, I'm going to honor a lot more of my mother-in-law because like I've mentioned, she just turned 100 and we don't know how many more Christmases she had. So whatever we can do to honor her brings me joy because it's like having another little kid because she's so joyful in experiencing these days now that it's great to watch her and it's great to have fun with her. You can go to the dollar store and get her 20 gifts for $20. A dollar store is a little bit more than that, probably $40. And let her open them. And she's like a kid opening up presents, just like a kid for the first time. It's because she's so, she's just so grateful. And that's what we need to get back to is being more grateful and thankful for what we want out of life. And if it means not being around certain people, that's your choice. That is a choice that you can make for yourself. But like I say, get a Christmas looking or a red composition book and write down some of your best Christmas stories, best Hanukkah stories, best Kwanzaa stories, best holiday stories. And what made them so great? And what did you feel 
when they were so great. Because that's something I started doing. And it makes me, it brings more joy to me to do that. Like to get a just Christmas, almost a Christmas journal. Maybe that's what I should come up with. Hmm, thought. A Christmas journal just to write down best Christmas times to bring that joy back to you. Or just write down, you know, what I like about December 25th is I get the day off. I get paid to have a day off. Think about that. I get paid to take a day off. Some of us don't in the entrepreneur world, but think about it. A lot of people, you get basically a guaranteed day off a year. Some people get more than that, but mainly in the retail world, some restaurants, no, you don't get that. But think about that. I get a day off. And most of the time, if you work in other retail, I don't want to say retail, restaurants, hospitals, power company, you end up getting another day off in place of it. So be grateful for the opportunity of that day. And if you suffered a loss this year, the only thing I can say is I'm sorry, but honor that person. Honor them by whatever it is that brought them joy and brought you joy during the holidays. If it means not being around certain friends, family, don't be around those friends and family. Honor yourself. Make the holiday about you. Make the holiday what you want the holiday. If you don't want to decorate, don't decorate. There was a year there when it had nothing to do with loss. I had to go through my own um, healing. I had to have a surgery right before Christmas, so I had to go through my own healing. And I didn't decorate because it was too much on me physically. But there are certain things I did do. And there are certain things my husband did in that moment to honor me for that Christmas. But being able to have everyone come here and bring food and bring me, you know, flour or something, that was great. But honor yourself for this holiday, whichever holiday it is. And if you want to learn about a different culture, religion, whatever, adventure, adventure into it. And I know some people who listen to this go, oh, no, you can't do that. Why not? Why not learn about all these different cultures out there and what they do different? Because there was many different things around my family in Jersey for Christmas. We had cannolis Christmas. My grandma made a stolen. My grandma made a Danish. My grandma made so many different cultures that was not part of our culture. Yes, we had Scottish shortbread because she was Scottish. 
But she embraced so many different cultures for us for Christmas. Cannoli shipped in for us, best cannolis ever. Great memory, great thing for me to journal about. Um, thinking about stolen, that's a German thing. She made one of the best stolens. Think about that all the time. Her Danish I make every Christmas. And if I don't, that's something I have composted. If people aren't here to eat it all, I do compost it because it brings me joy to make it because it reminds me of the good times. Yes, do I miss her immensely? All the cookies we would make together sometimes. But I'm not going to get that back. But what I'm going to get back are the good times, the good memories, the happy moments. And journaling about it and remembering it is great. And spending time with the ones I wanted to spend time with. I can even tell you of a time where even with my kids, there was one of the Christmas after their dad and I divorced that I was like, mm, I don't want to do Christmas with them because they were all on edge all the time. But I'm going to stop about this and start talking about, you know, make it about you. All right. This person is about you. You celebrate you. You be the merry person. You be the joyful person. Because next week, guess what? Special treat for you out there. We're going to elevate our emotions so high. We're going to touch the sky. Because next week's show is going to be a little bit of laughter. We're going to do basically some sitting down laughter yoga, some meditation to get you ready for the holiday season, to elevate you to the joyful moment, to let go of all this emotional crash that we've been, that I've been talking about with you. I want to elevate you. I did a show not too long ago kind of to elevate you, but the next show is a Christmas gift to you. So if you're joining me tonight and you're like, oh, next week, come, because we are going to laugh together. I'm going to give you segment into what laughter yoga is all about. I'm going to give you a guided meditation. And we're just going to elevate ourselves for holidays. Because I think this one was a little too heavy. So now it's time to lighten it up. Because next year, we're going to be talking more about, excuse me, elevating our emotions. And I know that I just passed over a break. But that's okay. Because the show is going to end in a minute. And I'm just so happy to have the opportunity to... Talk to you about just be merry, be wise, be joyful, be yourself. Say no when you want to say no. Journal happy thoughts, honor people during the holidays instead of, I don't even know what the word, focusing on what could have been, what should have been. Honor them. If you're going through, I went through um, a separation during the holidays, and that was very taxing on me. I had three young children, but 
we still had the best because there was things that we did that I still do to this day. Watch Polar Express. Do something to elevate yourself. Do something that's going to bring joy in that moment. Because the holidays are about being joyful. We spend too much time focused on the what we can do, what we can't do, what we should do, what we shouldn't do, what we want to do, what we don't want to do. Why not just be? Be joyful. Be happy. Be who you want to be for the holidays. Do the things you want to do for the holidays. And be joyful. Bring laughter. Bring joy, bring happiness to everyone. Be the person that everyone wants to be around during the holidays. Be that person. Be the person that's elevating themselves during the holidays. It doesn't have to be about the best outfits or the best cookies or the best presents. Just let it be about the best joy, the best laughter. Sing songs, even if they're not Christmas carols or Hanukkah songs or Kwanzaa songs, just sing joy. Dance, have fun, laugh, be joyful this Christmas and let go of the things that are bringing you down. Let go of trying to understand what the holidays are about. Let go of spending time with those people you don't want to spend time with. So thank you again tonight for watching me, listening to me on Emotional Elevator. I am Sandy Bird, the host of Emotional Elevator. And you don't want to bring, you don't want to bring, you don't want to bring these emotions next week. What you want to bring is ready to laugh and elevate your emotions during the holiday because next week it's a special show, a special treat. We're going to laugh. Thank you for listening to The Emotional Elevator Show. Sandy returns Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Mountain, 4 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, start elevating your emotions and stop riding the emotional elevator that is stopping you from living the life you deserve.